right huh? now. You're right live. Now. We're live. We're live. Let's go. Okay, right now. So, uh, are we? Are we? All right, guys. Well, everybody, welcome to the podcast. What are you looking at? We're live. The camera's not up there. Oh, where is up there? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, please shut up. <laughs> and uh, you know, we are debating how we're going to welcome all our uh, guests from all over the world because we're very grateful for all any one of them uh, listening to us mm-hmm. because those are the smartest people in the face of the earth. Now, and only because they're listening to us because we, they know that we are unplugged. So uh, the few <laughs> no, the few notes that Marco writes down is only for an outline, not because uh, he needs to read over there. Uh, uh, you know, maybe his father is a little different that he has to just take all of the stats and up and down. You know, but uh, you know, uh, and Mike he has to read a bunch of BS over here. But the rest of us, uh, we just unplugged. So, uh, Peter, do you have a teleprompter behind uh, behind me no. that you can see? Okay. I can't read that far. You cannot read that far. No. Okay. Uh, why don't you say hello to everybody? Well, uh, welcome to the podcast. Buongiorno uh, uh, per tutti gli ascoltatori italiani. Bienvenuto. Bienvenuto a todos uh, los señores y señoras uh, del, del, uh, de la cadena del mundialito aquí a la STV, a la FTV. Parece. Walio. Buongiorno a tutti quanti. Ok. And, uh, and no forget it. Devo dire and in parese. Um, French? Come on. Ha chiamandato, ha chiamandato già da, da FTV, ha capito? Still, ok, French, French. the French, uh, I don't know about French. Uh, uh, how do you say benvenuto? I said, uh, bonjour, <laughs> bonjour, madame, and, uh, and, uh, and caballeros. No, caballeros is Spanish. <laughs> so, uh, Arabic? Arabic. Salam alaikum uh, to, to all of you guys, ok? And uh, ladies and gentlemen. And then we got and then, Swedish. And we got Swedish, which is Mike. Yeah. Anto, I have a nice and big Can for you. Can you make it a little bigger than that? Make it this huge, but I'll make okay. it bigger. Make it bigger. We, we had Sia sent this okay. over real quick for Antonio. And in Swedish, we have Hormurdu. And then at the end, of the, the, the phrase said, oh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome in Tilvar Podcast. And then at the bottom it says Intermer- Intermerda Milan Bagis. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what does that mean. Yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Milan Bagis. Milan better, right? I, I don't think so. Milan Bagis means Milan merda, basura. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think so. They tricked me. Maybe they tricked you. Maybe I don't know. I don't trust April that guy. April Thursday. I heard you got tricked there too. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. You get too excited. I thought you got so. We got you so bad. Listen, I got excited because I didn't. My only excitement was about Conte getting his ass kicked and lose his job. Not because I really uh, think I was excited about the job. I really don't care about those losers. Listen, please do me a favor. You should be ashamed of yourself. Why? Because the way you guys have been playing, uh, defending that one nothing, it's like you're winning, you're winning. God only knows it's like life and death. Shame on you. No, come on. For you come guys, on. you should be ashamed. These, these are the games that when you play poorly, you win. You win Any kids that is watching a game that you guys play the way you play it, they, they take the passion out of you're soccer. You're right, you're right. We should watch Milan they the way the Teo passes the ball the to yeah, I'd rather to, to, watch, to let them watch that than watching what yeah. you guys do. Disgrace, but yeah, yeah, okay. You're the first one to criticize Juventus when they're not playing this Al-Azhar. What have I always said? Like that. And what have I always oh, said? What did you say? The winners are able to pull through, yeah. play poorly, and win. So in, in other words, uh, why don't we kill the, the game altogether? Okay, well, let's get the. Uh, you sh- you're saying to me that soccer is not important anymore. It's about just a no, win that. and then I'm the cross yourself down have... and kill the beauty Listen. of the game. No, That's no, what no. you just said. No, no. I mean, am I, I stupid? Said, I think you're listening. Yeah, you gotta clean your, your ears. As I said, <laughs> certain games, you can't play perfectly. You're gonna have bad games throughout the season. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No certain games. Yeah, what do you mean certain games? games? This is what you've been playing the way no, all season. True. No, it's not, it's not true. true. How many goals have we scored against Milan? I could be... What? <laughs> yeah. You told me. Where's Milan? We scored. Listen, listen. Do me a favor. Just get this guy here out of my side because. They're lying. You guys are a bunch of liars. We, we gotta, we gotta You're start. not playing the game the right way. It's disgraceful. We should play the Look, way Cassano, Cassano, he said it the right way. Everybody hates Cassano, but you know why? Because he says the truth all the time. Cassano said that he will not even play for 15 minutes on a team that Conte is running. That okay. is a disgrace. And Cassano's God Cassano is a, he was a, he's an interfan. Okay. And it's a shame oh, of the way. A, he's a hey, hey, hey. I'm not making this up. <laughs> you said that Cassano was an interfan, wasn't it? Yes. He's still an interfan as we speak. Is he? Yes or not? Yes. Question number two. Did he say that, that the Inter game sucks and that Conte sucks? Yes or not? Yes, it is. They suck. He, said he, he actually play. said something worse than that. He, said, he has criticized them a lot. Okay. Yes. So what's there? Well, how defend what he just said it if it's not the truth? Why? I don't have why? to defend. Why? You don't, you, don't, you, don't answer, you don't answer with why. Why is when you ask a question. Defend what? <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you guys are doing We're what am I? All I know is that you win in Italy, it matters the three points. And no, it's able not to in get Italy. No, points. no, no, don't yes, give me that Italy. in Italy. Oh, it is no. Italy. Yeah, the three points matter. All right, uh, and we got listen, them. And I think we're eight points up, and we still have a game at hand. Ooh. Thank God you're not teaching my kids to play soccer or content. Then, uh, with my kids, they my win. kids are not learning. They will win the school. My the kids, they, they have the not learned to play soccer by watching content. What about Italy's 2016? 2016, what are you talking about? 2016. Oh, 2006? What, what team? Inter? Italy. No, oh, Italy. So what, what about that? How did they play? They played well. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. They did exactly what Conte no, does. No, 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 no. That's BS. No, it's not BS. 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 Oh, so are you trying to say that now, uh, uh, you know? No, what I'm trying to say is that they, because they have a solid defensive structure and are able to win... Uh, they can't have a perfect game every game. It's impossible. There's yep. 38 games every to game, play. but they play in the same way, the same the, all the time, the same Not way. True. They score. They score the, the most goals in Italy. Yeah, 20 people on the box of so they're defending against. I understand you're defending against uh, Manchester United or Liverpool or something. You're defending against Bologna with the 12 people almost in front, including the ref was defending, yeah. was helping you guys on on the back side of there. What a shame! Uh, it's all right. All as right. Long as we Can we change subject because this is really? I, I think I think we need time. to I think wow. we need to show some respect. I think we need to start the podcast with a round of applause for our Scudetto winner over here, Mr. Peter. Wow! Really? No, no, applause. No, Mike, it's nothing to applaud about that. Nobody's applauding. I would be ashamed to be to win a Listen, Scudetto like we, that. We have to we have to give uh, them credit. Inter for today sure. wins over Bologna, Juventus. Uh, and Milan, the two real challengers for the Scudetto, both draw in uh, poor fashion against teams that they should have beaten against. And I think it's fair to finally say that Inter have won the Scudetto. Uh, congratulations to Inter. And I will go as far to say that Inter are the team that deserved to win the Scudetto. They've been the best team over the entire season. Uh, they deserve to win the league. And I think that it's it's really a foregone conclusion at this point. Peter, if we didn't know it before, uh, which a lot of us did, then so you know winning now. ugly Wait. makes a team uh, the best team. Winning ugly, it's uh, it's it's making a Listen. team doing it was the best team no, by winning what ugly. Were you, gonna say, you, you gotta give credit where it's due. But I was gonna say I feel like Peter cringed a little bit when you said they, uh, uh, you know the, the scudettos yeah. to Inter. What percentage now? I think you said eighty percent chance from last time. Now they got two more points on top of it. What, what would the percentage be now for eighty-eight percent chance? We wow. gotta win versus Wednesday is an important game. So is every Wednesday game. is an important game. I, I'll say. 
Inter, I think, does deserve it. I think they they have the best coach. They've got the best Again. team, yeah, the sure. best players, and they've got the best uh, management. I think also credit to Marotta for what Marotta did to build this team because you're seeing the fruits of the labor right now. They mm-hmm. uh, they built a solid squad. They, they got did. great guys like Barella, yeah. like Lukaku that Hakim some people didn't something. believe in. And they have the best bank, right? The bank. Yeah, they spent. They okay. spent money, but they spent it in the right ways. And, and a lot of those guys uh, have come up. So he built this team from dust in a very smart way. And I think also credit to... So I said, I said Conte, I said the players, I said the director. Credit to Zhang and the ownership of Inter because they were very smart. They did not reinvent the wheel like some of these presidents and ownership clubs do. They saw exactly what worked. They saw how Marotta and Conte rebuilt Juventus from the bottom, similar position where Inter were. They redid that at Inter, and they did a great job. They executed the plan, um, and 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 they won, and 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 they deservedly. I don't think anyone could sit here and say that Inter are not the best team. No, it's uh, true. tell me when you I finish. You, you finish. Done. Okay, all right. Can can I read back? Can I uh, can uh, I give you course, my, my five cents or my one cents? Put it this way. Yeah. First of all, I wanted to see. I wanted to see. If Inter would be put in, in a position to start at the same level of everybody, you give $10 each to the manager of the team. I said, those are $10, okay? Go to the supermarket, spend the money, bring the ingredient over and make the best meal out of it. I understand and then what you the mean. Winner, the winner is going to be the best cook. I understand you're what you starting, mean. You're starting with $300 million ahead of everybody. <clears throat> you, buy, uh, you buy out all the competition. You buy yourself all the best player. You take the competition away from everybody else, and then you win. Where is the competition over there? There is no competition. Antonio, come on. Well, what do you mean, you, come on? You guys are starting with ten dollars, Milan. Actually, we started with below ten dollars. Yeah. Tonali, how much did you spend on Tonali? How much? I don't know. Well, Not much, what much is, less. Than, much less than what you I guys, you guys spend Lukaku. more. You spend more on Tonali than Inter spend on Barella. BS. Okay. Yeah, check it. I think BS. Right. Check it. Fact check. check. But, so, but either way, okay. either way, at the end of the day, they have the team right now. So we're, we're talking about what they have right now. We already talked about the transfer market, who spent what. But we're talking about the teams that are at the disposal right now. You have to admit, who's been the best team? Inter's been the best team. Let me put it this way to you. For all the money that they spend we and all spend the efforts money. financially, not to the point that they were at the risk, they still are at the risk not to make a payroll for, uh, for the players. Let me finish. They should have won the campionato on, on, on from the fifth the, from the fifth uh, uh, game of the of the year. Now they can put themselves. They, they can say With twelve points so, almost. Okay, so this is telling you poor management. They won because all the rest of the team they fell asleep and because they didn't have the resources. They won because of COVID and because because there are so many other factors. So this win is like it's gonna go like one of the worst ugly win we in beat, the history of the game. We beat you. So, uh, but nevertheless, Milan. I can go, I can congratulate we you, beat Pete. Napoli. Congratulations, we beat all the top teams. Congratulations, Pete. Thank Congratulations. You. We beat Guess what? You Pete, guys got ask, killed by Atalanta. Pete, guess what? Ask me if I give a shit. Ask me. Say, Antonio, you will, do you give a shit? Because Inter ask won the Scudetto. Me. Say, ask me. Antonio, do you give a shit? Ask me. Say, please, ask me. What, what? I'm asking you as a favor. Do you care? I don't want to. <laughs> no, no, tell me. If I give a shit. Say, Antonio, do you give a shit, no. Antonio? Sorry. I really don't. It's okay. I don't give a shit either. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I think that um, the real the real challenger, like Nobody we cares. Said, Nobody really cares. The, we'll, we'll get to, And they we'll, spend more on Tonali, by the way. You see? We'll get to Milan. That's Milan fine. spent more on Tonali than Inter spent on Barella. Case closed. Okay, we'll, what about we'll Lukaku? What about, uh, uh, what about uh, uh, bro, uh, uh, all the rest of the losers that you have well, over there? Who? All the free transfers who? and all the stuff. Ericsson was cheap. Cheap. Yeah, like what? A potato chip? Almost. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
We'll, we'll get to AC Milan in a bit. I think that the big talking point is Juventus because it's the, the first time that I think that the organization and the fans feel like they've lost mm-hmm. uh, the league after nine years of pure domination where there hasn't been uh, another team that was able to win or break the cycle. It looks like, and I would say that Inter is the team that, that breaks that cycle for Juventus. Um, it's disappointing. I, I think that for some fans, like they've you, us Juventus fans have won so much that we're kind of like, it's it's a weird feeling because all we've done is winning. And there's some fans who are young that they don't even remember not winning a league because it's been so long. It's been a decade. Uh, but that time was always going to come to an end. It's not normal to win every single year. In normal times, there was it went back and forth. So I think for a lot of fans, it's hard to grasp. And, and I think that it makes it a little bit more difficult because we, we've said this, and, and Marquisio even said that the... Juventus' mistakes have, have been coming since Allegri's last year, which is exactly what I was saying for quite some time. Um, and I think that it, it hurts just because of the way that Juventus fell, right? It's not really... Um, do you remember the year with Napoli and Sadi where they were fighting neck and neck? And, you know, if, if Napoli would have won that year, the best team won. This was a Juventus who just fell apart. And yes, I admit that Inter have been better. It's it's a team that really crumbled on itself. If you look at the mistakes that they've been making, tying to Torino, losing matches where you should have been able to win. So I think that that's why it hurts. It's it's like watching um you know someone slowly die. You're just like you, you can't help it in a sense. I I will say though, this era, this nine year era, will never be repeated. It will never be repeated. Your triplete, I get. I will bet you that a triplete gets repeated before any one of your teams wins nine in a row. So that will go down in history. Juve, they have every single thing to be proud of because nobody in Italy will beat this record. And please, you'll never beat this record. And and I'll say oh, one wow. more thing. I'll say a Champions League. I hope not. I'll say one uh-huh. more thing. Uh-huh. The uh, this team should not have even gotten to nine. We're Inter screwed up last year where they didn't win, so we already gotten one extra. So we already won. It would have been nice to go to the ten. Stop but last year, crying Inter should like have won. a baby, That's like it. a mia culpa. Listen to me. Let me tell you, you are a baby. How did you do the mia culpa? Shut up. He's doing my. I'll tell you what. It's their fault. It's their fault. It is our fault. Listen to me. It is our fault. We gave them. We gave them Marotta and Conte. It was our fault. You gave it to them. Come on, those are all backstabbers. Forget about it. Listen to me. This is my take on the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna summarize. What went take. on in one entire year in a couple, in couple <laughs> sentences. Wow, you're good. All right, guys. Today we have our new and one of our first sponsors right now from Manscaped. They are supporting IFTV's podcast. It is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming hygiene. Manscaped is taking over the world and is now available in Europe, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Europe and Australia is about to get a lot less hairy. We know we've got all of you Europeans and Australians out there. Happy Australia Day, by the way. Great day for this. That's right, folks. If you live in Europe, you can now purchase Manscaped products. If you live there, you've gone years without using the right tools for the job. Michael was just telling me before. Mike, what, what's your story? Dude, my last um, my last room I had, uh, first of all, it nicked like crazy. This That's one, no I even rushed. I, I wanted to make a mistake. <laughs> and no nicks, no. I almost got mad that I didn't get them. Because I was, I was going quick with it. And yo, it's waterproof. You could do it in the shower. The flashlight is sick. 
and the battery lasts so long. So it's night and day so much Michael, better than my, than my last that is one. why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped and engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just now released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, which is what we have right next to us. Like you said, Michael, uh, featuring cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. What I'll tell you is this is premium. Mike, how premium does that Dude, feel? This is really, really high premium. You think it's three times the amount of the cost, but it's so much cheaper, and plus the referral code that we have for you guys, even cheaper, right? 20% off if you use IFTV right now. Guys, that is IFTV. Use that code. You will get 20% off this entire package, even the ball toner, everything that is available over here. We even had people send us videos. We had somebody send us a picture that they ordered with our code. We've had tons of people through our Instagram. So guys, get 20% off and free shipping with the code IFTV at manscaped.com. That is 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code IFTV, your balls will thank you. Guys, go do that, let's get back to the show. Inter winning this year is a combination of four or five or six or six of the best team restructuring, like Juventus should have just, they, they didn't buy enough players, they, they got into Pirlo, they got into, you know, keeping Chiellini, Bonucci and all of those old timers and Buffon still hoping that they will make a difference, you know, and continue the streak. AC Milan, they were on the verge to be sold and to be managed by this Ragnic and all that stuff. I said, in the middle of the stuff. How's this different from what wait I said? Wait a moment, wait a moment, let me finish. I said, a lot of those top teams restructuring yeah. and Inter still buying the stuff. It's the only thing that put them over the top on the top of the COVID. We're in agreement. But, uh, but Inter should not be given all the credits. Inter, they caught everybody else asleep. This is the reason why they won, not because they deserve to win. But you have to give them credit for that too. Not because they deserve to win. You have to give them credit for that too. It's been three years in the making. It's not like it happened overnight. Uh, it's been three years. Even when Spalletti was the coach, when we made the Champions League, that was the objective. The objective was to get better year after year. The, so you want to say, oh, Inter only won because everybody else is restructuring. Juventus last maybe four Scudetti were all based on that. Milan weren't relevant. Inter weren't relevant. Not last year. The only year. team that was, was was Napoli. So, I mean... Not last year. Last year, though. Inter the was one relevant. Before, the, the one before, before that? The, yeah. That was the one you should have yeah. won, too. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, in if you want to say, okay, the, the tail end of the Juve and the first couple, then in between there, I mean, Juventus but didn't have any challenges. What? I don't see us disagreeing If that's here, what we well, have to argue. No, wait a moment. Wait a moment. But, you know. We're what, agreeing, Listen, though. those guys, those guys, they were almost uh, on, on the ER with a tube on their mouth <laughs> because they were almost dead. So this is the only thing that they cringed on no, the Scudetto. That's not because true. That was what you made it They were like. humiliated on the Champions League. They got kicked out. I bet you if out. the Champions League started they got now, it'll be a whole other Inter team. It was a whole other Inter team. You guys got humiliated on the Champions League. You got humiliated at every competition. Every then you didn't even make it the way the wafer because you were not, not even we good enough to it. okay so i'm just uh, i'm just telling you ahead of the time you got out poorly even to the coppa italia this is the only thing that you were you were left and the fact that coppa you went we and the fact that juventus inter is milan napoli and roma they went farther than you guys inter beat milan to get into the semi-final of the coppa italia okay you 
you know, you, you do not understand. It's either you do not want to understand, or you just don't understand. No, you're creating a new story. The fact, the fact that we went so much far. Where ahead so much farther? We're in Europa League. Into the international competition. In it doesn't League. matter. We were forced to play four or five games that you guys did not play, and then that took away a lot of the energy oh, and the effort that we should. That if we played with the same kind of energy and effort, including Juventus, into the right now there was no there was no European there was no Europa League influence uh, on this game. You guys tied to this to Sampdoria. You, you know what I actually wanted to add here, uh, Anto. I feel like you are making some excuses. I'm not making some no, excuses. No, you are, but you got to give credit. I I wanted to add. I feel like I was being harsh on Inter a little bit in terms of getting out of the group stage, because um, yes, they got out of group stage, but at the end of the day, every other Italian team exited the round after. So they played two extra games. Yes, Inter should have uh, went through the group, but at the end of the day, people, even I, I, I was saying that uh, Inter, um, they, maybe they wouldn't have this many points distant if they went further in the Champions League, like Juve, like Atalanta, like Lazio. But then they, those teams only played an extra two games, and how much more would two games take away from the points that they have now? So I think that's de uh, definitely a perspective to look at because a lot of people are saying, oh, but, you know, they're disgraced. They got eliminated in groups. They, they got this. But then if you look at the other teams, it gives you more of a perspective in that. Okay, say Inter had two more games like the rest of the Italian teams. How much more of a difference would their lead be uh, as of now? They're eight points up with a game in hand in first place. And and there's a second year, and they really, yeah, I feel like they found a characteristic and identity it, it to themselves. It also comes down to, yes, there's a big disappointment for Inter going back to you know the Champions League yeah. failure not getting out of the group stage mm -hmm. but it would be foolish to say oh Inter were expected to make it into you know the the quarterfinals semifinals of the Champions League where they haven't won in 10 years yeah so there's a stepping stone I think you have to it's a mentality you have to create the winning mentality Antonio it's a mentality and the reason why is you can see the last four or five games that Inter have played and I agree with you they played like shit I'll say it they play like shit. But what's the difference between this year and last year? They win these games. They are able to win this game and grit it out. And that's what makes winners. And what happens is, I told you, I think if Inter, if the Champions League started now, mm. Inter would get out of the group stage in first place. Oh, yes. Okay, this ifs and buts doesn't mean shit. To I'm begin not with. saying anything. Let me tell you but something. I'm right? saying that the mentality is going to be a big difference. And sure. next year, yeah. Inter better get out of the group stage. Let, let me tell you something, okay? I want you to just keep it right here. If my mother will tell me, hey, this is $10, I want you to come back with Scudetto, Coppa Campioni, <laughs> oh Coppa Italia, Coppa UEFA, and Coppa, delle, Coppa del Nonno, here is the, the ice cream. And then I can only come back with a campionato. You know what my mother will do? I gave you enough money to buy all of these things here. And what did you do? You That's came with true. this. What happened? You, guys, you made yourself to be robbed. So well, what you, are you guys, talking about? So you PSG, guys, you have guys that have double hey, the bankroll. don't put PSG. Yes, this is I put Serie A. PSG. You're talking about Champions League, no? No, we're talking about Serie A. Oh, Serie A. I we gave you $10. <laughs> dollar. You, you've been given $10 to bring all of those things over. Instead of five items, you brought one miserable item. It's, it's either you don't know the shop, you don't know where the shop, or you don't have item. to spend your money. So, to make a, a long story short, you came up short in all the competition except for the campionato, which is the items no, that nobody gives with a, a rattel. Okay? Winning the Scudetto, everyone cares about. It's top. Yes. Not us. We yeah, don't care about that. You should care no, about we don't. It. You should care no, about it. No, we don't. I want to 
Let's transition uh, a little bit. Man. I have a couple questions. I was talking about Juve. Uh, I think for Juve, it's uh, finally the time to to rethink and rebuild. Um, there's no more of this uh, the stop gates. I think that every everyone who hasn't realized over the past couple of years, who's kind of been lying to themselves in terms of what the true problem is, it's finally it's kind of it's out in the open now. Even the most obvious of people can understand what the true problem is, and and I think it's it's time to accept it. It's time to accept. All right, listen, you have to rebuild. Uh, and the difference between you know a champion and an amateur is the champion's willing to suffer through that pain and come out stronger, and instead of just trying these these things that they've tried for the past three years, which have not worked. Um, so I think that that's the hope for Juve. It's to really dig deep and find out what those problems are and try to solve those problems from now um, until the start of next season. And and I believe in Juve in terms of that, that they won't do that, that they won't go a decade without winning again, that they'll learn from their mistakes. Yes, you lose one year, but how do we get better and how do we put ourselves back on track? Um, the thing is right now, and I think this is the conversation, is Juventus also can risk the Champions League at a certain point because the competition for this fourth place is tight with Napoli and some are asking if Juventus would not at this moment right now should Juventus let go of Pirlo to try to get the Champions League mm. or should they stay with with Pirlo because at this point I know a lot of people are getting fed up um, a little bit with the situation what's what's your take um Pirlo's no. got nothing to do with this no I if you want to talk about Pirlo staying and whatnot, I think Juventus made a decision. You have to stay with the decision. You keep Pirlo, and you have to start looking at the roster, looking at management, and really going through everyone and saying, okay, this is a guy that we want a part of the project. This is a guy we have to get rid of. Um, there's a lot of salaries there that these guys should not be starters for Juventus, and they're making over seven, eight million uh, a year. That's a problem. So it's about continuing the project, understanding what stage Juventus is in, but you guys still have some top players. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo, Dybala. You don't think Cristiano Dybala Ronaldo? Listen, well, hold on. The leaked, Artur, sure. Cuadrado, uh, you know, the, the Chiesa, Chiesa who I like, you've always been against him, but I've always liked Chiesa. Chesney, yeah. yeah. Chesney, two fucking disasters today. today. No, I'm disaster. saying in general. Uh, lately, but mm. I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna base mm. off a cute few good uh, you know? you, you but you're, but you're only as good as your last at best Buffon but that's you couldn't because he was he got kicked off because he said nothing but that's besides the point he was suspended ah, for saying so, nothing but so there's four or five players that I think make up a championship team Mike, I have a, I have a different take on that I have a question for Mike yeah. I, okay go ahead would you so, keep Pirlo for the rest of the season or do you sack him and get somebody to to run the rest the of the year? The thing is, I, I think it would be a clown move to sack Pirlo now just because uh, Nelly's talking about whatever new beginning we're going to have to, you know, we, we're going to have to endure through this pain, uh, uh, create a real project. And by doing that, that's just going going based off women, be like, oh, it's not working out. I think give Pirlo to the end of the season, see how it's going see if you can get players and see if he's the correct coach but i definitely wouldn't sack pirlo midseason do you qualify for champions league yeah i think you have these the past two games they drop points yes against uh inferior uh, competition. Uh, uh, competition but i don't think it just it's just uh temporary right now and i think they gotta wait it out they shouldn't make any rash decisions like that or anything last like last that. thing i'll say on juve is that for all the people who this was this was very much expected by those who could see through the lines in terms of what the team was. Mm -hmm. For me, 
The, it was let's. This is a, a rebuilding year. I don't care what you want to say. You have Ronaldo. It's not a rebuilding year. It doesn't matter what you have. It's what's at your disposal. It was. It was not a year that you were going to go and win the Scudetto. If any fans thought that, then your expectations were mismanaged. So I'm. I'm not surprised that Inter are going on to win the Scudetto. But you said that Juventus weren't. Well, shouldn't have won the Scudetto. You're saying? I'm not saying shouldn't. Your goal is always to win the Scudetto, of course. Mm -hmm. But if you look at this realistically, it's kind of like, and I'm not going to say that the two, Juventus is better than Milan in terms of squad depth and in terms of the team value, right? But you see how Milan over overachieved in the beginning <laughs> of the year. How Milan overachieved in the beginning of the year, where they were campioni d'inverno, and everybody got excited. They're going to win. They were overachieving. They were never expected to go yeah. in the Scudetto. Where now. Milan, there are people who are making fun of Milan, like, oh, look how you're dropping points. No, no, no. Milan's goal is getting top four. It's not winning the yeah, league. Yeah. For I, Juve, in my opinion, the way that I saw this, I was already expecting that Inter would go on to win this year, so you're not expected to win. But I wouldn't say... I think Inter and Juve were the main favorites of the Scudetto. I wouldn't yeah. be like, I oh, Juve no, I didn't agree. have any chance. But, it was between them two But it was the pretty much season. that, in my mind, and I think everyone here said that Inter would go on to win the Scudetto as favorites. I think... I think the beginning of this season when we all said this we said Pirlo is going to be a big question mark yeah. and it's remained that way where we don't really know what is the real Pirlo Not this he guy. still hasn't realized this team <laughs> he still hasn't the... understand he still has to understand this team and, and he's still struggling with pick, making him, selections it, no, it's, more than, it's more than him it's more than him yeah. but I think now you know the season that Juventus is having you come to a point where you're at a fork in a road you, you yeah. have to make one decision or another decision so I think one decision is you have a meeting with Ronaldo and you say, we're going to buy two, three players that are top quality and we're ready to spend the money to go for back into Scudetto or go back into Champions League because I think you're just missing around two, three players, right? Or you tell Ronaldo, hey, listen, we're not going to be, we're going to start a whole new project and Ronaldo, time to sell you because we'll make some money off of that and we take money off the, the books. Can, my idea can I have uh, my five cents in the yeah, and, then, and then we move on okay, I don't want to talk about all, this first of all Juventus they handcuffed themselves with this Ronaldo to the point now that they have a hard time deciding whether they should get rid of him or whether they should not get rid of him and rebuild Ronaldo it's somebody that give even the fact that he's been scoring for Juventus all the time it's a team that made it's a guy that made Juventus depending on him so if you want to rebuild around Ronaldo I think you're making the biggest mistake let's go back to Pirlo Pirlo was dealt cards. Like, you know when you play poker, we, even though I don't know how to play it, but then I see when people, they play cards. So he's been dealt cards that they were shitty. So even by bluffing, bluffing, how do you say bluffing? Bluffing. 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 He couldn't do much because when you got shit on your hands, at some point you're going to say, okay, guys. They see the brown, right? Yeah, they see the brown coming out of the... the, the <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, all right. Listen to this. This is disgusting. Listen to this. So... The bottom line is Pirlo's gonna, Juventus knew that Chiellini was in, in good shape. His age was another factor. Bonucci is the same thing. They bought his Deli. Oh, Deli, Deli, Deli. What is he gonna do, Deli? Deli is not gonna score 30 goals from you. He's gonna add to the, the defensive uh, proof. Juventus have the best had. defense in Serie A right now. It doesn't matter. They're not winning. They made themselves depending on Ronaldo. Ronaldo is not going to be the franchise player for the next two, three years. So get rid of him and starting 
to build a team that is not going to depend on one player. Yeah. So they're starting to devalue Dybala because the ball is not producing for them because he's been injured and all the stuff. Juventus has got a lot of question mark. They're not going to yeah. be winning the next two, three years. I, I'm I, telling you right now. Just, it's not going to be easy. I and just, Pirlo is the last person that anyone should be blaming. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to say that it's not so much that you, you know, a lot of people are going to have a hard time saying, oh, get rid of, uh, getting rid of Ronaldo. And you have to evaluate it. But, Let's not forget, Juventus got rid of one of the best players in the world, Zidane, and got you know two, three really good players that lasted a long time and made Juventus a winning beast that it is. You're not gonna win, beat okay. the transfer market, transfer fee though. When they sold Zidane, they got it. What was it? A world. It record. was a world record. Ronaldo, Whatever. you're gonna sell him for cheaper. Nothing. Cheaper I don't think you're selling for nothing. Cheaper than you got it for. I not think. not that you're gonna go yeah. out and be able to yeah. buy. You're not gonna have a, no, a ridiculous. No, sum. but you're saving money on the on his salary. I, I can find you some money on the other stuff. To me, the, the problem: just get a couple of midfielders. Get a couple of midfielders, and yeah, get a couple of midfielders such and you, as and you for fix example. The team. I've given so many names over. Mm. I, I've been saying names. Barella, Verratti, or what else you I mean, want? You're not gonna get Barella. Why would Barella go there? Okay, so you get good midfielders. I, no, no, you need really good Savage. midfielders who actually support Ronaldo. Ronaldo scored 24 goals. Ronaldo's a capo cananiere. Lukaku, Muriel, Ibra, everybody's behind him. So anyone who says Ronaldo's a problem, again, you it, it's crazy to even think to let him go. I would never let Ronaldo go. Good luck replacing a guy that's going to score 30 goals in the year. Good luck. I, you find the salary in many other ways. But whatever. The, the, the problem with Juventus is much deeper. It's much deeper than, oh, get rid of Ronaldo. Go this. You, you have to analyze it 360. Let's move on. Let's talk about AC Milan. AC Milan's uh, tied 1-1 against Sampdoria. Cuayarella mm. um, taking advantage of a, a poor mistake from Theo Hernandez. Mm. Um, and then Milan laid on into the match, I think 87th minute. Uh, Hogg uh, scored goal. scored a great goal, a great build-up goal that really saved Milan because they, they, needed, they needed at least a tie in this one. Um, Milan's hopes, obviously, of the Scudetto crash today as well as Juventus's uh both with with ties if there was any real hope to go on and, and win it uh would have been today lots of mistakes for Milan and not enough urgency mm. um until those yeah. last couple minutes in my opinion and and I wasn't even sure that they were going to be able to tie at a certain point I don't know mm. how you felt no well, I didn't watch the game because I was uh, I was uh, with Frank the Tank at the Ferrari outing this morning but uh, I saw some highlights when I came back home and uh you know I saw the comments that purely uh, released on on the press conference they said that Milan uh, didn't show up uh, uh, to play today and they were very sluggish and uh, they didn't have a, not even an effort forget about the best effort because you can win even with a, with a, with an effort but uh, they were really they not they were not into the game all, all the players that were not into the game I didn't watch the game I'm not sure but uh hey listen there is no excuse you don't deserve to win you don't win okay so if they tied because even undeservedly so like those guys, if they can win ugly, we can tie. Uh, we can tie the game, and uh, you know, from time to time, you take uh, not the credit. You say, "Okay, thank God we did tie the game. We're not into the fight for the campionato because, uh, according to you guys, the campionato is over again. So uh, our goal is to win the, to be one of the four uh, the, the the four places on uh, for the champions. And uh, well, let's hope that we're still over there because the competition on uh, on the behind Inter is going to be very fierce in the next uh, few games. Does Theo Hernandez scare you? Do you think that he's sometimes he goes up too much that he, he causes you a problem? He yeah, there is too much. The gap is too much between the, the the good stuff that he does and the shitty stuff. So I, I want him to come down a little bit closer to the to the middle, uh, 
you know, on the upper end and the lower end, and then uh, have a tier, a tier nine that is a lot more consistent on this uh, playing uh, defensively and uh, an offensive uh, game at the same time. That might be the most level-headed thing I've ever heard you say. Well, yeah, I, so. didn't th- I didn't expect yeah. that from you. But th- I know you're going to scream at me. Theo, I feel like I like Theo, but defensively he's not good. They should... Uh, is not going to change a thing, but if they, he plays it's not that Pirlo, like a, by the way. It's Pioli, uh, I said. Oh, Pioli. Oh, yeah. I said. I thought you said Pirlo. No, no. The same, I'm some, saying Pioli wouldn't change it, but if he plays like a left mid or left wing back, I feel like Theo would be more capable for that because he likes attacking more rather than defending, and he doesn't have as many defensive uh, responsibilities as much. But uh, yeah, horrible pass from Theo, and. Even though Milan did not play good, they almost won it in the 93rd, 93rd minute. Kessie hit the post. I was like, oh, wow. oh my God, Milan are going to pull off a win. But yeah, man, it didn't look like they cared. I feel like they weren't running. Last few minutes when they got the equalized, that's when you know they were pushing forward for a goal. But I, I was very disappointed for Milan. I expected them to do better, especially because they're in second place. You don't place look that disappointed to, to me, Mike. You don't look that disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah, you can I, see, Mike. He's smiling. The emoji, the emoji yeah, disappointment yeah, yeah, that he said. Yeah, 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 with a smile. I'm so disappointed. I'm disappointed, guys. Listen, the thing is, you had an international break where they've played three games in 10 days. Who's they? They who? Everyone that's gone out to international break that played three games in 10 days. Now you come back, limited time to practice, traveling across the world. There's It takes a toll. Yeah. And it's not just Milan, Juventus. All these top teams have always struggled when there's an international break. The first mm-hmm. week, they're getting back into the rhythm. So it's It happens. It sucks that Milan loses an opportunity to get closer to to Inter to put pressure on Inter because Inter started the game versus Bologna. <laughs> as a Milan fan, of course, politics, uh, but <laughs> intellectual. <laughs> but uh, hey, hey. I was gonna say Teo Hernandez. We were talking about. I was talking with Dario. You guys know Dario. Mm-hmm. So he brought up a good point. That guy was at dinner, get, by the way. Well, we'll get one. Ooh, yo, we'll get yo, one. That guy said Pino Monti was going to be top goal uh, scorer. Uh, this guy. Yo, Dar- Dario, I don't see him anywhere on my list. My, my, uh, my friend number. Dario Napoletano. Yeah. Yeah. Mamma mia. All right. But he's a nice kid, though. Yes, he is. He's a nice kid. Much better than you. I believe it. <laughs> so I was getting at this. And maybe, sorry to go off topic. But he said, he mentioned, he said, I've noticed a lot of mistakes this year. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's the players that are losing concentration. Because uh, in what sense? There's no fans. I so agree, the fans, 1,000%. they keep you on that mm-hmm. tense mode. And you're kind of like consistently reminded. Even when like something, someone's coming behind you, like you'll hear the fans, oh, mm-hmm. they'll give you that warning, right? Yeah. And you get the ball away. Like Mike, he was talking, referring to the Hernandez's mistake Maximovic. this morning, and then Maximovic, yeah. who made a huge blunder. That maybe if there's fans warning him that there's a guy on your back, Alexandro you kick today. it out. You know, Alexandro Artur making last a pass. Week. You know, yeah. so a lot he's seen a lot of these mistakes, cool and he's he cool put a, he posted a question saying, "Do you think?" And maybe we can even ask That's the fans. Idea, we can yeah. post on a Instagram post. Um, it's COVID related. I said it on my, one of think, my things. It's yeah, seven, do you the COVID think has that done the job. Without the fans, these players have a little bit edge. The edge no, right? but besides the edge, like the, their concentration levels aren't as high as they usually would be. Mm-hmm. 
I think COVID. Yeah, this point. is the only. Maybe that's why Conte does so well this because is, Conte is the one yeah, screaming and making They probably, sure. they probably benefited. No, 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 probably. The only reasons why they benefited for this is was COVID. Inter. It was yeah. COVID. I'm not, I'm not, I don't give a shit about Inter. You just said. But it. you always talk so, about. Uh, no, I said the only reasons Rem why three. this is un campionato falsato no. is because no. uh, campionato falsato is because you tie versus Sampdoria and they tie versus Torino. Campionato falsato is because you you've been forced to play every three days. Everybody has the same. You've been forced to play every three days. A lot of everybody has the same restrictions. A lot of people. A lot of people it's not the same when there's certain what? teams there are certain teams that have played with what? 13 players that have covid right. and certain teams have not we wanted the who's the same team the i'm Inter just saying I'm, okay. I'm just saying it's not the same oh, i didn't right. say who had the benefit i'm just saying it's not the same there are certain teams who have played with less and there are certain teams that have played with more. The rules have gotten changed. The rules have the rules have gotten changed. They get bended and yeah, they get bended for somebody in one way and for some other in another way. If everybody if everybody played no matter what, then I would say yes. But there's been a few games that have had restrictions. I'm not saying that it was bent in your favor. What I'm saying is that that's the truth. That certain games have got canceled and certain sure. games haven't. So you are not saying that I've been on their favor. I am saying that <laughs> they were bent on their favor. So that's your problem. That's not my problem. Don't feel sorry about criticizing those people because those are the first people that they will be on top of you. How many penalties? Just for nothing. Forget about it. <laughs> that's true. Next question. That's got the most penalties. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's go. the other Milan fan. You see, you guys. He I'm said you guys. That means he's out. He's out of the closet. You guys. No, that means no, you're not no. one. No. <laughs> I thought you were gay. Scumbag. I Napoli Crotone was a thriller. Oh Seven God. goals, oh four gosh. to three. Lots of mistakes from uh, Mr. Manolas and Mr. Maximovic oh, yeah. uh, over here for yeah. them. I'll, I'll say, I'll let you guys, I I'll let you talk game. about Napoli. Uh, I just want to say, my boy Simi from Crotone scored two goals. He is now only Muriel, Lukaku, and Ronaldo have scored more goals than Simi this Serie A season, and Simi has the most goals in Europe's top. Five leagues since March. Is he Italian or is uh, some of the He's Croatian. Nigerian. Oh, Nigerian? Yeah. Croatian? Where'd you get Croatian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Croatia go? I said Simic. Simic. No, no, Simi. 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 Yeah, from Crotone. S I M Y. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Uh, so just shout out, sh shout out to my boy because he's just been sensational, it's scoring your guy? so many goals. I yeah, he's our boy. Wow. You don't know? You didn't come out last week. Make a WhatsApp group with us. He came over to New York. You didn't see him. No. no. When we went to the rooftop that Grand day that we invited you. Oh, I, but I wasn't on that. You invited me? You didn't I, invite yeah, me. Yeah, we, we invited did. you. Oh, yeah? He yeah, came by. Did. You said you didn't want to eat any fish because... Oh, okay. See me uno di no. He came here mid-season just to have uh, some muscles oh, with us. Talk about Napoli, But Mike. yeah, the Napoli how, how, are you, how do you... Michael. First of all. Michael, yeah. how do you defend your mono loss? The thing is, there's no defending. Listen, I like exactly. my... Exactly. Ah, unintended. Exactly. Unintended. Uh, I good, I see, I didn't want to say, say that. Say something that's in Greek so to him. No, I don't want to say anything. Malaka. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's another language. That's a Malaka. You're seven. You get the seven. How do you say... Uh, we're going to say that we're going to welcome all the Greek fans that we have. How do you say uh, welcome? Uh, hella, say, hella. Kalosorisame. That means like Kalosorisame. And then Kalimera, Kalimera means uh, see you later, right? No, that's good morning. Ah, good morning. Okay, so got close. Got close. Uh, okay, Ella, so this Ella. Napoli game, 4-3 against Crotone. Wait, you didn't answer my question. Oh, How do you defend Manolas? I, I was going to say the whole... No, no, I want to know yeah, this. Say it, Mike. We wanna, say it. I don't want to okay. switch. How do you defend uh, Manolas? I'm going back no to defending. defending. <laughs> Koulibaly was suspended, so Maksimovic and Manolas played. Manolas played bad. Maksimovic played bad. Very bad defending. <laughs> 
Very, very bad. I kind of, I saw it. I'm like, gee, like I saw it. I try, I was thinking in my head. I was like, maybe it was not so bad. I was like, crap, that was bad. I, I think you used bad right seven times it. in the past one. We need a bad Because when I was watching, I was like, it was that's bad. It was bad. bad. It was very bad. bad. It was hor- very horrible defending. Uh, Maximovic too, man. He didn't see someone over his shoulder. Manolas cleared right to the Crotona players. Unacceptable. I thought Napoli were gonna were gonna end up getting a draw, but uh, ends up they ended up getting the winner at the end. Di Lorenzo, beautiful cut, bottom left corner with left foot but they had to score four goals to get the three points against Crotona who are last place that's crazy which is insane I feel like I really thought it was gonna end in a 3-3 and I, I felt bad for God I, I didn't care for Manolas. I was like, I hope Napoli win just for Gattuso. Because Gattuso gets so much criticism and all this stuff. Uh, and I was like, he doesn't deserve all. He's not defending like these idiots over here. So I was like, if for Gattuso's sake, I hope Napoli get the three points. One question for Antonio real quick. What would you do with Manolas and Maximovic? Oh, Listen. Maximovic was worse. I don't want to defend I, him. I like Maximovic slightly better because I think he's got a little bit more skills than Manolas. But Manolas, I think, is, is done with his career. I think it's, 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 career. A, it's a middle middle of it's a like uh, mezza classific. It's a player that can play oh, uh, for Genova or uh, Sampdoria. Or Milan or something. You know, play, it's, not, it's not a top player that can be on the top five uh, teams, so... It's done. Do you agree? It was done last year. No, I don't think he's a mid-table. He's he's having a very bad season. He's having. He's been having uh, a bad season the last two years. <laughs> I don't think he's a mid-table player though. He's not yeah. a he's not a world-class player. He's he's in the middle of mid-table. Like eight and to twelve. Top. He's like eight to twelve. It could be a top Serie B player. Eight to twelve. It could be a top Serie B player. That's true. No. That's actually a good point. Okay. Top Serie B. Top Serie B. I'm not taking the bait. I don't think he's he's gonna make Campobasso squad. No, that's true. They're very good. That's true. They're very good at Campobasso. We don't take garbage at Campobasso. Wait, Peter, real quickly. I'm on a loss. Is it just a bad season or what? Honest. Come on. First off, you said, "Oh, I don't feel bad for Manolas." I would feel bad for Manolas because Gattuso in the locker room beat him up. You ever see the Arab meme? He must have called him Malakas one hundred times. That's Gattuso, right? He must have called him times. Testa di Mengia. Gattuso pushed Greece, so he knows a few. Oh yeah. No, but we see a lot of players that they have a great beginning of their career or, or playing and then just kind of fall off and ever since the move to Napoli Manolas mm-hmm. has not has been a shadow of himself and I don't know what it really is if it's maybe he needs a change of scenery mm-hmm. I think that could be it or just that he's lost, I know his, what it is. he's lost his step he's not because we always joked but Manolas when he was with Ramos one of the he's fastest good. guys fastest defender he put in good numbers he looks like now I have right no now. idea if he if he's even uh, at that point so he's got to stay healthy I think you know I would still give him one more shot but at that point it's it's too late you know he's a he's like an expired mozzarella mozzarella <laughs> you can still eat it but when the mozzarella goes bad oh my god what the hell is this <laughs> you throw it out he's, Manolas's he's problem has always been he's a, he's mentally he's mentally yeah. fragile he's always been I noticed at the time of, of Roma Mentally, he is not. He he needs to be motivated at the highest level mm-hmm. to perform. I hate players that are like that. I hate players that are hot or cold. Very I like fragile. consistency. He is so mentally fragile. I thought Gattuso was going to help him, to be honest. So him going to Napoli, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. There are certain guys that when you push them, the, they don't they don't respond back like, oh, I'm going to step true. up. There are certain guys when you push them, and you're like, yeah. come on, do this. They weaken. The thing they is, go down. when he joined Napoli, Napoli weren't the team that would be fighting for the Scudetto. Napoli also dropped a little bit, which was I, which I was scared about. 
you know, they weren't uh, contenders for the school. That, that's for a guy that was so good. But when he, he went there, that. I was like, with Gattuso, maybe him screaming, him being vocal is going to help that. But I think it's a, a mix of different things. I don't know. I, I think, like, Peter, give him one more shot, see what it is. Maybe maybe it could just nah, be a fluke of a... he's done. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to salvage no, we'll anything. Give him one more I don't shot. know what one it is. Shot. We'll give him one more shot about Obuzo. 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 Napoli going forward are dangerous and I think the players that they have even in the midfield uh, Gattuso has a good list of players and you, you can you can never allow Cortona to come back after winning 3-1 to 3-3 and putting the you know points lost on the table uh, but that being said I keep on saying it but that being said Napoli is in fourth place right now. Fifth. Yeah. Fifth time, place. Time for time fourth. Yeah, Juventus. Yeah. And they have a game Wednesday versus Juve that can I'm point, I'm point. give them a three-point advantage and, and stay in, and get yep. the fourth place officially. That's true. So, I mean, they're right where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Going forward, they, they they play and they have players that can, that can score. Uh, defensively, they're just poor, man. Without Koulibaly, it's yeah, scary. They look bad. Koulibaly's not that as good as no, Tutti. No, Koulibaly's still good. No, he's good. He's, still good. he's definitely their best. And the funny thing is, I was, looking at, I was looking at the goal scored, <laughs> goal against. Uh-huh. You know how many goals against Crotona has? <laughs> no. Bro, 72 goals. Oh, Jesus my god. Check it, just to double I'll, check. I'll check. 72 goals against. So in other words, if you don't score five or six goals against Crotone, you should be you should be shot, yeah. right? And you know who tied against Crotone? Who? <laughs> and it's a campionato falsato. Yeah. Oh, both boy. can be true. Um, you know, speaking about amazing goals, did Verde score Something the fun. goal of the season oh, uh, against Lazio? I saw that. I, saw I don't that. know if you guys, guys saw that. That was absolutely ridiculous goal against Lazio. Uh, from Campania. Yeah. <laughs> it was a 2-1. Lazio did win 2-1 with um, Saicedo, who for me always scores. The guy two still one or three two? Two, two, one. One. two, two one. one. Yeah. But I don't know. It might be goal of the season for me already. I think well, definitely. I I don't see a goal better than that. That was incredible. Just he Lukaku's hit it so. Goal he hit it so perfectly. Pepe Reina. He got, Right, top bins literally incredible by him, and I I almost felt bad because they didn't they lost, but that that could have been the goal to get on the tie. But, but I said got what? the penalty. At as that. much as I hate Ronaldo, the goal that he scored against Juventus when he was playing for Real Madrid on three years ago today. Did you hear what yeah. Did you hear what Verde said after the game? No. He today was three years ago since Ronaldo scored the goal, mm-hmm. and Verde said that he saw our post on Calcio, mm-hmm. and he said that he remembered, so that's why he went out to mimic it. Wow. Invite him to good. the podcast. Should we? Right, like, yeah. see me, but you're not going to come then the next time that we go see oh, Well, him. I, I, I really didn't grasp that you guys were going to meet this guy. Oh, so here. you only come with us if we get to go meet him. Yeah, player. you got that right. <laughs> so you're a freeloader. I don't know. I don't got out of a bunch of losers. There's also a loan from Greece um, for Mike. So that's pretty interesting. He's a loan from Greece? Yeah, and from a Greek team, Mike. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The hell did he go do that for? I have no clue. Oh, because oh, Carrera was a coach at Ica, then he got sacked. Uh, then I guess he went back. So what do we think about Lazio, guys? They won to one. Correa missed. I mean, I, I don't know how many chances I Correa spoke, can miss. I spoke with Roberto, my friend, which is a big tifoso of Lazio, and he said, Antonio, we finished the game in eight or nine players because they got two people that were thrown out, like with two red card, or two yeah. or three people they thrown at out. At the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at so end, uh, yeah. I don't know for what reason. What was that fight, Mike? One uh, one was a fight. The other one was a harsh challenge. Uh, but yeah, they, were pl- they ended the game with nine men overall. Mm. But yeah. Uh, before we go to Roma, too, I want to remind everybody that April 16th, we have our next cultural drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got new merchandise 
clothing that Michael and I are wearing at the mm-hmm. moment. We had Antonio as our model, which people are loving your mm-hmm. model shots. We got a couple DMs from like Armani. But and did stuff. you did you drop the merchandising the uh, with the 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 the, the we not dead yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's gonna oh, come you did out. Drop it's gonna, oh, April it's not out yet. Yeah. Sixteenth, we're gonna drop it. Oh. We're gonna drop it. Point to the it. camera and dro- say April sixteenth, it drops. Don't miss out. Which camera? That camera right this there. This one here. Yeah. Should I walk to the camera? No, no, no. no. Just point. Just Guys, on April 16th, there is a drop. We're going to go from an helicopter. We're going to drop all of those <laughs> shirts, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, ItalianFootballTV.com. At ItalianFootballTV.com. In, in, in the bio, there's an email list. Bio? What does it mean, in, bio? In the bio. In the, in the bio, there is a description where you're going to see <laughs> me wearing some of those shirts. Yeah, and if yeah, I'm wearing it, just list. buy it. If they're wearing it, don't buy it. But the thing is, we had a couple DMs from. What's a DM? What's a DM? Sorry, message. A message. Like emails. Emails. We had a couple emails. Armani was one of them. I think uh, Calvin Calvin Klein, Calvin was Klein? Gucci, asking Gucci, about Gucci you Obama. about your services. Kidding, gotta be kidding. <laughs> yeah. But we told him we said no. He does. He's not interested. Uh-huh. We said he's ours and not yours. <laughs> well, let me talk to them. <laughs> let me deal with that. No, no, we can't have that. Ando, we gotta keep you away from. Yeah, you know, okay, the big okay. Dogs. Peter, can we? Well, they a wanted card? a swimsuit. Uh, uh, <laughs> they saw you near the bridge when the water. Really? They saw you so manscaping. They, they was like, this guy in body would be good. We, we need a guy that's going to be able to catch up. Look at the way this loser is making fun of me, right? <laughs> With your slip. Look at him. Look at him. If, you, if, <laughs> <laughs> if you do it, you had the manscape, though. Oh, yeah. yeah well, right. the other day, I almost uh, I did the three quarter of my top uh, <laughs> manscape, then I ran out of time because I had to go somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, half of your body is yeah, manscaped. Yeah, half is, it's a 50-50 right now. So uh, well, uh, I hope it's the good part. Uh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, let's Roma. So again, the drops guys are coming yeah, 16, on the 16th. 16, 16. So uh, just let me just no. Seriously speaking, just get it because we have limited stuff, right? Then mm-hmm. they're gonna go off the shelf. So uh, don't come back later and say that we need more. Uh, what happened when uh, when the merchandise is sold out? That's it. That's, uh, so why don't Adios. you guys uh, produce more? Lista, baby. But what, why why do you guys do that? Because you have to buy it when we say that it's available, and that's it. And then we do another one, and we do something different, different, different designs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I think your We're Not Dead Yet is going to be the, the top seller. I'm already seeing it. Uh, so. Also, one other thing, we had a Campo Basso live stream mm. uh, on Thursday, uh, which was one of the best. I will. I'm, I know I'm, I know everyone will say I'm biased because we are working with mm-hmm. Campo Basso, but I'm usually good at calling a spade a spade. That was one of the most exciting games that I've seen all season. Mm-hmm. That was fun. The, and was and so I fun. know the level is low. The level is lower, obviously. It's Serie D. It's fourth division. Not but, the way they play. But Not the way they play. They play so exciting. It is attack, attack, attack. Almost Atalanta-esque, as I've been describing it. it. They they do They never pass the ball backwards. In Serie A, I mean, you see these guys backwards, backwards, backwards. Which I understand you're trying to build up, but it's so much fun to watch because they go direct to goal. And there are so many chances... Campo Basso won two to one over Notaresco mm-hmm. um, in a match where we had the owner Maritzetta and Nicola Chirinchone who skyped us in mm-hmm. before and Too after the match. Not with us, people won. People, I think we gave away twelve or thirteen Campo Basso gear, personalized jerseys, hoodies, shirts. Everybody's getting their gear. I already sent out the email. I had such a good time, and thank you to everybody who enjoyed it. Yeah. I think people enjoyed it a lot more than we were expecting. Do I, listen, I my, 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 let me just yeah, say go something. Then it's yeah. more, then you go, you go and on. your song. Go, go. Oh, yeah, uh, your song is good. I never, never enjoy as much as a game of a Serie D the way I enjoyed watching the Campo Basso with Notaresco. Like, for example, today watching watching Inter a little bit, <laughs> I was like, it's better to watch the grass grow than watching those bunch of losers just to set themselves up. Campo Basso, Costa, the bang, bang, bang. They hit a couple times the post. They were relaxed. Vitale was Vitale. amazing. And what about the, the coach, Mirko, Mirko Cudini? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yo, this guy here looks like Zucchero too, but uh, <laughs> he's got sweet on his head, but uh, he's very sour when he, he runs the team. So in other words, uh, those guys, they run. They run and they play a great game. They do really. Yeah. Their very philosophy clean, is great. Technical abilities. There is a four or five of those players that I know they, a lot of a lot of those uh, top teams, they're going to they're gonna try to take them away from, uh, from Campo They just Basso. need to work on their finishing and they're going to be yeah, sad. They won 2-1, one, but it felt like even more. And yeah, the attacking was like, I was, I was surprised at how well they were attacking and stuff like that like if you told me even if you told me it was a Serie B game I definitely would have yeah, believed yeah. you they play good the, even uh, the stadiums too the stadiums looking nice and stuff and we're definitely going to be watching keeping track of Campo Basso more and all that stuff the uh, biggest fingers crossed they can make it to Serie Chi. the biggest takeaway uh, that's a good point number yeah. one people are asking us if, if Campo Basso gets set to get promoted we're all going we're oh, going to yeah, go to we're right. going to go to Campo Basso to, to film and, and to be there so I think everybody's rooting for that the content in Italy with you is going to oh, be hilarious man. Number two, Antonio, your song has been a hit. I'm seeing everybody sending me on the Campo Basso local news on their Facebook pages. You gotta Every, be kidding me. Everybody's saying it. Ale. Oh my God. The, the Campo Basso song. That they, I read even the comments and they said, we need, it was in Italian. He said, we need these guys. We can't wait to sing this song in the stadium with them. Listen, I wanted to be with the Tifosi, not with the uh, sit down with all of the big guns over there in Tribune. I wanted to sit down on the Curva Sud with the guys over there and join uh, the screaming and the yelling and, and, and the chanting because, uh, hey, I see some of the footage. They were waiting for the bus to come back to Campo Basso because uh, against Notaresco, they were playing away. And uh, the Tifosi are really involved with the team and, uh, you know, Fumogini, uh, chanting. We're going to have a good what time. What a great place uh, uh, to be a fan Did you over hear there. Did the song? I have. Mm. Are you going to do a remix? I think what does that mean, remix? <laughs> remix. Like, mix, got, take the words and mix them all like up. Production. No, no. We're going to do a production uh -huh. with your chanting and have like a chorus behind you and the ultras behind you. That would you. be nice. We'll, we'll do a music video Seriously. with Fumogini outside. We'll do it in Verrazano. <laughs> and then afterwards we'll have some wine and stuff after. We have to record. We really have to put you in like a, a booth, like a music booth. Music. Get a get a beat behind you and then sing the song. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the song? Yeah, remember I remember the, the song. Yeah. Wow. We're good with the lyrics. Yeah, well. How did yeah, it go? Remember. Don't worry about that. Come on. <laughs> it's, on it's already posted online. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. getting good. Yeah. He's getting good. All right, so, uh, let's move on. Sassuolo Roma as we conclude. 2-2. Uh, two, two. Um, what do we say about, about Roma, Mike? It was Roma, Sassuolo, I mean, Sassuolo, Roma. Sassuolo, Roma. Sassuolo. Hmm. What were you going to say, P? Start us off, P. Uh, no, I was watching that game. I actually picked that game to watch. I thought it would be a good game, and it turned out to be a decent game. Sassuolo moved the ball really, really well, uh, the first half especially. And uh, Roma, they got the penalty. They had a little sluggish start, but then they were able to maintain a 2-1 lead, right? And then up until... I forgot exactly when, but Sassuolo were able to score, the, the, I think, in the 80th minute or something um, to tie a 2-2. Sassuolo, I think, deserved getting the tie. Uh, unfortunate for Roma and, and Roma fans upset that they can't maintain, you know, that Champions League, uh, you know, points because um, they're a little bit behind now, right? Where they have yeah. 51 points. 51. So it's it's going to be hard. 51, you have, yeah. Yeah, you, you have a... So, some of a, some bit of a gap right now, uh, but mm. as far as Sassuolo, you know, Inter have to versus Sassuolo team now Wednesday. They look really, really good, and I'm expecting them to, to come out blazing for Wednesday versus Inter. Um, and uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Rad Radaspori? Ra Raspadori. Raspadori. Yeah, he's uh, what he a player, man. Yeah, did amazing 21. with the U21s with Italy, and then today who was the captain for Sassuolo. Oh wow. As a, at a young player, 
And he also made a lot of stuff happen. What and happened another, with uh, what happened with Berardi? Didn't well, play because I was normally say, I, I was going to bring that up. So Go Caputo, ahead. Berardi, and Locatelli, uh, the be kept him out because uh, no, so national team just because the COVID cases. He was scared Ooh. that it might spread. They didn't. Nothing was positive, but he just did it just in case because people like Berardi was positive afterwards. Bonucci. And, and Bonucci also. So they kept him out, which was pretty. You know, the th- you could arguably the three best players didn't play, and they managed to get a draw against Roma. Merit that Roma also had some players out due to injury and uh, suspension and stuff like that. But yeah, this was a game Roma had to win. Uh, I mean, they're falling behind, especially with uh, the other team slipping up. Roma had to get the three points here, and there's a lot of question marks for Fonseca and Peter. You sp- you specifically a lot of con- I-, I can't avoid this. <laughs> yeah, they're I- always dude, about you. I got so many. DMs like it's you fine. better dress as a yeah. Peter. Is like given uh, uh, given the Fonseca the benefit of the doubt on this one. I don't know. I don't know if you can blame him because you know. You know I mean, Peter. it just came from international break. You gotta bring that up. Yeah, everyone is shaking. The things so we're many always teams. making an excuse. It's, it's not always excu- it's an, an excuse. Factor. I wouldn't say it's a, it's a factor to add on. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go off on that. But this was a big misstep from Roma not getting the three points that could cost them. At the end of the season, all I have to say, defend I'll say yourself. It, I'll say it defend again. yourself. <laughs> you You're going to war. <laughs> They're gonna remember this clip. Yeah, I, know. I Any, have to say it. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll look oh, in the Oh boy! I'll do. I'll pull an Antonio move. <laughs> uh, Any Roma fan that thought that Roma should be in the top four, like guaranteed, is delusional. I'm gonna put it that way. There, there right. better put. There's better teams out there than this Roma team. Okay. Such as so, such as Inter, Juventus. Oh, we're not discussing uh, that. What's below no, Roma? No, no. He, no, said, he said that that they're gonna be better, in top four. Oh, top four. If you, if yeah, you would have said that Roma's guaranteed top four in the beginning of the season, I would question that. And mm-hmm. I think they're right there. They're still there. They're they're in the mix of it. They lost these points, which is bad. But I think your quote. Right? It's not over till oh. the fat lady sings. Yeah, is that we're your not quote? dead yet. Yeah. Oh, yours is we're not we're dead not yet. Dead. <laughs> okay, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. You have to see at the end of the season what happens. And right now, Roma's still in it. We're pretty close. And five points. Yeah, they're five still points pretty close. No, it's close to the end. But if they get fifth place, yeah, if you're they get fifth place, it's where you're supposed to be. Now, if you want right. to make a decision on Fonseca, you make the decision on Fonseca. If Roma had the objective that they had to make Champions League and they didn't make it, Fonseca, thank you very much. We're going on to the next project. And there's new owners now. You know, you don't maybe have to shake things up from the get-go, but they've already made decisions with the new sporting director and everything mm-hmm. else. The sporting director happens to be Portuguese, so mm-hmm. there might be, mm-hmm. you know, a reason why Aum, Fonseca stays the re- the another, is on the, is another on the year. But they'll make a decision based on what they have to do. There's no one's forced to, to keep Fonseca. Has he been a disappointment? For me, I say no. I think Roma plays a nice football defensively they're very poor they gave up way too many goals for for the players that they have and they spent money they got kumbula mm. been a bust um so zaniolo's coming back yeah zaniolo's this, coming this back month, you, you got mm. a lot of options two weeks they're gonna need a number nine next year you know I'm not sure. looks like he's on his way so uh, listen I, I to be honest with you i agree with 90 percent of what you just said peter but the most important thing is that roma changed ownership in the middle of the, the campionato number one number two they downgrade zeko when you do that on the middle of the season given that zeko right now is the franchise player of roma so they could have worked things a little bit a little better, better instead yeah. of stripping him from the captainship yeah. that 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 doesn't go very well with a lot of people and uh, and the player itself so yeah. uh 
you know, uh, uh, being as you said, like, this is your favorite line. This is a say, uh, what is it? Uh, you always say being as you said or something like that. Huh? So I don't know. What <laughs> said. I don't even. Was yeah. that English? Say, yes. yeah, that no, Peter says something all the time. How's it uh, go? How's it go? Uh, what? Say it. Say it. What is he saying? I, I, saying that? No, no. Having I, said that. Having said that. Having said that. Wait, that's a <laughs> Peter. That's said. a basic. No, Peter said. Oh, having said that. Okay. You do say that a lot. Yeah, he says that a lot. That's like saying a lot, no? That's such a transitional thing. Yeah, but he does say that a lot. I'm trying to copy from him right now. You know, you're trying to learn. So just like. Having said that, just like uh, Inter copied Juventus to win the Scudetto. Right. So having said that, I'm gonna steal your line. Okay, (laughs) Pete. So is there a copyright or whatever? Copyright. We'll be done in two minutes, Anto. Let me just tell him I'm on the podcast. You added this thing here, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm on the podcast. Okay, that's my son. Son is my son. (laughs) Uh, So having said that, again, Pete. Bring up the play football. I think uh, Roma. Roma. It's uh, where is they supposed to be? Or the sixth or seventh place? Seventh place. And and, uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. The biggest disappointment is having the, the 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 ownership. And I don't think Fonseca has got a lot to do it. Even though Fonseca is stripped him from the captainship, I think it's the ownership that uh, wanted, wanted to keep this guy here. Uh, uh, he wanted ju- they want to lay down the, the unwelcome mat to Zeko because they want to get rid of him because uh, it's Zeko's at the end of his career and uh, the, I don't think they want to resign him. But that's not the way you deal with, uh, with the players, uh, especially the players that they made your, your, uh, your team uh, who they are still right now. Okay. I have, a, I have a question for you guys. Obviously, we're coming off international break. Uh, I have a question and I'll give some context to it and then I want you guys to answer. Are Italy the dark horse of Euro 2021 this coming summer? They are 25 matches unbeaten, which is only five away from the longest unbeaten streak. Mancini tied Lippi's record with 25 games. The midfield depth, which of course we know, Verratti, Giorgino, Barella, Pellegrini, Sensi, Locatelli, Zagnolo. I probably forgot a couple. They are 18 clean sheets in those 25 games. They have three goals conceded in their last 15 matches. The number nine is still a question mark. I agree. I think that for me, the final straw with Immobile and Belotti was now. The amount of chances that Immobile missed was a disgrace. And I hope that from now until the end of the season, this is the this is the downfall of Juve, uh, of, of Italy. Hopefully, Akeen or somebody can pop up and really become the hero. I think that will determine where this team goes. Balotelli is still the goal scorer, the most active goal scorer that has the highest goals for Italy, which is crazy. 14, yeah. What is your guys' response to my question? First of all, we're not the dark horse, number one. Why number not? Number two, it's, this is our... Back it, it up. I'll, I'll back it up for you right now. This is the this is our <laughs> this is our European Championship for us to lose. We have the best team uh, to compete in Europe. Let me tell better you. Better than France? Yes. Better than Portugal. Better yes. than Germany? Better than Germany. Yes. 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 Okay. We are better than anybody. That question mark that you 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 the brought up nine. about Belotti and uh, and uh, and Immobile, Immobile it's not going to be a question mark because when tell you step why. into the real competition, the level of concentration and detention among the defender that they're going to be defending those guys and themselves that they're gonna have to really put their uh, their uh, 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 their life on the line and not just their skills their life depends on 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 the European Championship I'm telling you we're gonna win this thing here so it's only us if we lose it is because uh, we di- we went over there and we didn't do our job but right now with the cards that we've been dealt we have uh, the best midfield 
the best, not really defense, but we have a, the best goalkeeper, of course, as you know. And the defense is not as bad as you think that, uh, that uh, we have. I think we have all the cards to win this. No Lewandowski is going to do damage for us. There is no Mueller that is going to do damage for us. Those are guys that they played the whole season on their, on their territory and they're going to come back all, all to Italy or whatever to the, to the championship stressed out. We have the coach that he has motivated everybody, he has told everybody, nobody has a job on, uh, you know, uh, sculpted into the, the, the stone over here. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be playing for the Italian national team, it's because you're gonna have to deserve it and you're gonna earn it, okay? That's why Mancini is, to me, to me so far, he's been one of the best coaches I've ever seen coaching the team. Okay, he has, he has kept everybody on the tiptoes and I said, hey, you guys, you, if you are on the team, it's because uh, you deserve it, but don't get, too, uh, get uh, too, uh, too happy about your status right now because it can change at any time. I agree and it with can that flip last part. It can flip on a dime. I agree. Before, before, yeah. before one, just, just to make sure I'm understanding this quite uh, correctly, you're not concerned with Immobile and Bellotti. Absolutely not. You're confident that they will be scoring goals. No, if even if they don't score, we have so many other players that they can score. Verratti can score, Immobile, uh, the other guy, Barella can score. There's so many Sensi can score. Uh, even Donnarumma can score. Anto, I hope, Anto, I hope you're right. I am right. I, Answer I my so. question, though, too. So, I don't think... You're making it seem like uh, the Azzurri are the favorites. I, I disagree with you. I don't think they're the favorites. I'm more <laughs> online into the dark horse. Please. I think they can spring a surprise. Uh, their biggest, first of all, their biggest glare is not having a, a, a number nine. Uh, Germany, France, uh, I do think they are superior. Uh, and I feel like that Zuri really have been tested with uh, mm. a top, a good, like against Germany. It's a fair point. Uncle. Against France. I, it's you know, a fair I point. I obviously want that Zuri to win. There's been easier teams. I'm just trying to look. I'm just trying to look on paper. Yeah, they have a very talented squad. They can definitely spring a surprise. I think, arguably probably the best midfield in uh, competing with any other top team with France and Germany, yes. But the other areas, that's where like, okay, mm -hmm. it could get that's tough. That's a very well-balanced answer. So, and I, 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 I will go Peter? back to him and then Peter is going to go. Let me just tell you the reasons why you're wrong. Okay. Oh, I hope I hope you're right, like I said. No, I, hope I, mean, I am right. Okay, okay. okay tell let me just tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, tell me. Midfield is the key of the game. But not the Mid only thing. Listen to me, please. <laughs> If you have a great midfielder that is going to protect the defense when it's time to protect them and then do the job for moving forward, this is the key. We have the best five or six midfielder in Europe and maybe in the world right now playing for the Italian national team. Yeah. Why, do you, say, why be, do you say in Europe and in the world? Maybe yeah, in the just world. Just say in the world. Because we are. We no, are no, the, but why are you saying in I Europe and maybe other, the world? It's Europe. Because anyway. I, I know this is the Europe, but I see what, what else, what's available. In uh, I, I see other, other team playing, uh, you know, the South American and all the stuff. We, they don't have Barella, they don't have Ratti, they don't have uh, Jorginho. They don't, we have too much. We can actually land them players. <laughs> Before we're shortage of midfielder, right now we are overstacked on the midfield. And to me, that is the winning uh, formula to win anything. Peter, uh, your answer to my question, and then, and then you could... Say what you have to about Antonio. Yeah. No, I disagree with Antonio as far as being a favorite. I don't think Italy can be considered a favorite because the last competitions that they've played in have been poor. They didn't make it into the World Cup. Um, this is a young team. Young team that they don't have some a lot of caps. They don't have a lot of experience wearing that Italy national team jersey. And they don't have experience playing at a, at a, a first-tier competition. Even the guys that, that are playing with the Inter, the Milans and stuff... Donnarumma hasn't even stepped foot in Champions League yet. This is these are problems that you have to consider. Good point. That being said, Italy is a dark hat horse. That being said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. 
Okay. So that being said, so it's that the dark said, horse. Okay. Said, Italy is definitely the, a dark horse in these Euros. Um, they have because we, you know, we have a certain bias, but we also are lucky enough to watch them. And for 25 games that you haven't lost, there's a reason for that. Mancini has proven that he has the guts to change things up and bring in younger players and not af- not be afraid to try different players. And he understands that the the objective is to make a perfect team for these Euros coming up. We were supposed to be already uh, with this team last year. Ended up being into, in our favor that it's this year. It's an extra year for a Barella to develop, for a, a Pellegrini to develop, and so on and so forth. Bastoni now also could be an important part in this Italy team, depending on uh, Chiellini, Bonucci, and the older establishment. Those are the two players that worry yeah. me, the yeah, Chiellini exactly. and Bonucci. So, I don't want to see them on the squad. I just they don't belong over there. So them. it's help. Euros tend to be harder than the World Cup. There's a lot of mm-hmm. good teams in mm-hmm. the European competition. Mm-hmm. And we have a very big game, the first game versus a Turkey that, no, I mean, you shake your head. We lead them like a kebab. <laughs> they be, they uh, be Holland. Turkey, for, please. They, they be Holland. Holland. So what? Um, they've, they, everybody they've can beat Holland. They've played very, very well. So these are guys that, these are teams that you have to be worried about. But at the same time, Italy's got to be Italy and Italy has to win these games. Mm-hmm. And I think getting out of the group stage, nobody's going to want to verse Italy. But having said that, no, I've been no, said that. I got it. I'm purposely not saying Asa. having said that. <laughs> Minkia, no. Listen, <laughs> any team in your in the Euros or in the World Cup, if you don't have a number nine that's able to score, or somebody else picks up, there's a problem because these games are not going to be open games. These are going to be close games, and you need guys to be able to score. Killers. Um. You can say 2006, Luca Toni, technically, he wasn't as prolific as he was supposed to be. He only scored versus the Ukraine. But mm. he played a big part in that team as far as holding up the ball, moving the ball. And these are, you know, different type of positional player than, let's say, a Bellotti or an Immobile. Immobile, Bellotti, for me, are not Italian national team players. I'm sorry. The only reason why they're there is because as a number nine, they're, they're not many options. They have to step it up. I don't know which one is better because, to be quite honest, they don't impress me. I think Belotti, yeah, he works hard. Keep him on the bench. Immobile, every time he wears an Italy national team jersey, he doesn't know how to find the target. He missed goals that, Antonio, you could score. What, you know? you, what are you trying to say? My grandmother could score. Oh, There's so no, many, it's much better. Better, okay. better. So. Mentally weak. <laughs> but, the, you know, you have to be a killer. You have to finish. Mm-hmm. That's where you have to be. As a number mm-hmm. nine, you have to smell the blood. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, then there's a problem. I want to see Keane. And it was mm-hmm. unfortunate that we weren't able to see him because of injuries or COVID yeah, or whatever it was. Because this is a guy that I think can be that number nine that sees red and goes for it. And he's playing with a PSG team that could make it all the way to the Champions League final. This year and he scores goals. I like what score. you said. I agree with you because I think we grew up in the era where we know number nines. Yeah. We know a nine that when the pressure comes, they they live. They live for the. They don't want the goals again. Yeah, like Ronaldo Sorry. lived for the pressure when you got eliminated by the Porto. <laughs> oh, he lived for that. Right? Wow, what a pressure, man! I love to play. We're already growing up. We were talking. Yeah. About oh, okay, I thought okay, I thought gotcha. that was okay. Okay. to say. I was well done. I'll, I'll give you that. What I was saying was we live with these kind of number nines who. We didn't talk about when they would score against Crotone or Spezia, with all due respect to them. When they played the toughest games, the Champions Leagues, I think about people in Zaga. I think about these guys. that they, Those are the games that they live for. 
And it feels like the reverse with Italy now. So I think that that that's why we're hard on them is because we know what we're used to. Spoiled. We know we know that that's that's a number nine. They live for these moments, and it's almost the opposite what we're getting with the Immobile and Belotti, where they seem very content to score in these opposite games, but then when push comes to shove, they don't have the killer instinct. And I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think that we will be. They also play for Torino and Lazio, with all due respect. But these are not the top teams competing for a Scudetto or top teams that are going to compete for a Champions League. Whereas you see these other nations, their number nines are playing with the Bayern Munich, with the Real Madrid, with all these top teams. So there's a difference there. When your number nines are not coming from Inter, Milan, Juventus, there's question marks. With Let's, all due respect, and I've been said that, okay? <laughs> with all due respect, with all due respect, and I've been said that, I disagree with Pete. Because no we have quattro, cinque, mezzale. And we didn't count Zaniolo still this. in. You, you okay? Yeah, that they are they are very capable. And on the corner kick and on the free kick, oh, we have yeah. defenders that they can make a big difference over there. And they, a lot of teams, they don't have what we have. We can put our player on the position to score. Not just the forward or the midfielder. Anybody can score an Italian national team. We're not forward dependent. 100%. We're not forward dependent. But you're not going to verse Northern Ireland again. Right? When you get into the Euros, you're not going to verse these teams. So when it's 0 0, 1 0, and you have a 2 per 2 goal portiere, you're mm -hmm. one on one with the goalkeeper, and you don't score that, that's bad. So let's let me tell you something. I'm going to finish okay, this stuff here. Let me just say something. It's better that they make the mistakes right now because okay. you're making the mistakes the right now, then, yeah. then yeah. it's going to it's gonna, it's gonna stop. The streak is going to end when we're going to play uh, the real competition. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, last last games, uh, I'll just read off the scores. Atalanta 3-2 against Udinese. Our boy Luis Muriel with, with uh, two goals. Yeah. Um, he's actually got 18 goals this Serie A season. He's the Beast. third. Can we just naturalize naturalize uh, Muriel and put him in the Italian or national team? No, uh, no, Sus no, uh, Benevento 2-2 against Parma. Cagliari beat. Uh, lost to Elas Verona 2-0. Genoa Fiorentina 1-1. Vlahovic scored his 13th goal of the season. Over double what he did last With year. Less games. That is all the games. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, we'll be live this week. We're actually going to be doing some watch-alongs for the Champions League. Uh, we have a special guest that's going to be coming to watch the game with us. We'll also be live for Napoli against Juve. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Antonio, you look very confused. When will that be Napoli against Juve? Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday. Yes. Oh, wow. So At 12.45. Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah. Interplay that day too also. What's that? Okay. All right. So, uh, so guys, uh, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure you're subscribed if you haven't already. Listen to the audio also on the audio versions on Spotify, mm -hmm. Apple Music, Google Play, all that kind of good stuff. As always, thank you for watching. We'll and don't forget to open Ciao the Campo Basso page, which is on our website too. Uh, is it? And become a Campo Basso uh, uh, fan too. Okay? We That's right. Because we have merchandising drop for, for Campo Basso coming up soon. Yeah. Yes or not? Yeah. When? Soon. Well, we don't have, a, soon. We don't have exactly. Okay. All right. On. So we're not sure, but uh, it's coming up it's soon. Coming okay? Out. Very good. Ciao, guys. Ciao, guys. Thank you. Ciao.